and gents, fellas and sheilas, welcome back to Vod Supreme Synthia GM Dreamstream Machine. This is the very first bonus No Rules Rules episode. And yeah, this is a podcast that usually brings you the synthiest synth video game music in all the universe, but because this is a bonus No Rules Rules episode, that means no rules about synths, no rules about regular release dates, uh, no rules about anything, but you know, I'll try and keep it related to the usual podcast style and theme as much as possible. But this is just a fun and easy way to pass the time in between seasons one and two. Uh, so what you just heard playing in was Funk With Me by the amazing Mitsuto Suzuki. And that was an original tune from the game Final Fantasy VII Remake. What a what a fun track. Certainly sounds nothing like Final Fantasy VII to me. Um, but yeah, some really cool grooves, classic 80s funk synth sounds, and of course, the vocoder. Mits- Mitsuto Suzuki is a lot of fun when it comes to music. He can do anything from your straight up classic VGM styles to quirky weird stuff like this. All right, but yes, folks, for the next few bonus episodes, we're going to be doing something quite fun. We're going to be checking out some of the original music in the Final Fantasy VII Remake soundtrack, but we're also going to be comparing uh, some new arrangements to Nobuo Uematsu's original classics. So the original Final Fantasy VII songs are fairly simple, but you'll notice while listening to some of these arrangements just how powerful and effective some of these compositions and themes are. Uematsu is quite a humble composer, but has ended up being one of the biggest and most well-respected names in the world of video game music, for sure. And I know he's one of my personal favorites growing up listening to his music in these... Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy 7 in particular. Um, so for this episode, there's no particular theme. I've just grabbed a handful of miscellaneous tracks for us to go through. And it, it should be a lot of fun, especially if you've never done a comparison like this before between the old Final Fantasy 7, the original, and the very fresh and new remake. Okay, so let's get the music going and we can talk more later. This first original Final Fantasy VII track is called Underneath the Rotting Pizza. Enjoy. Thank you. 
right, there you go. Very moody track. Very dark, mysterious, and, and seedy. I, I remember never really liking this song that much because, at least in my memory, this was the first part of the original game where the story kind of slowed down and you were just making your way from one area to the next with lots of random battles and stuff like that. But look, it's a great song. It's very simple, but effective. It's basically a song that never really has more than three parts playing at once. You've got the synth bass all the way through and the percussion, and then you've got either string instruments like violins or guitars as the third instrument, kind of alternating. But it's, yeah, it's certainly one of the most simple tracks in the soundtrack. And yeah, so usually the remake soundtrack, you'll have multiple arrangements of the one song. Most of the time you'll have one that's very similar and stays true to the original song. And then some very different arrangements that take the main musical ideas, but use them in completely new and fun ways. Uh, one of the main composers or arrangers for the remake soundtrack is Shotaru Shima and he has basically with only a few exceptions uh, he's basically the main arranger in charge of faithfully recreating the classics and in my opinion he does an extremely good job his instrumentation and production is perfect and anything he does add to the composition simply enhances what Uematsu has set up in the original in my opinion uh, for someone like me who does have a pretty big attachment to this original soundtrack, uh, for me to really appreciate and like something, a, a new version of the songs, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. So yeah, I think he d he's done a brilliant job, but you can be the judge for yourself. So this is his arrangement. It's called Under the Rotting Pizza. It's from Final Fantasy VII Remake by Shotaru Shima. Enjoy.
nice. How good was that? You can hear he takes all the original parts of the arrangement, like the synth bass, the percussion, the main string lines, and it's almost like he gets all of that perfect and then subtly adds in the other layers of harmony, extra rhythms and percussion and that kind of thing, just to enhance what's already there. It's certainly, it's st- it certainly still conveys those exact same feelings of darkness and mystery and seediness. It's also a lot more intense. It's an incredible production. Some really nice and big orchestral sounds. And he often, with his other tracks as well, often perfectly mixes in a nice amount of synth just to either bump up the intensity of the sound or bring a slightly more modern feel to everything. Excellent stuff. And yeah, as I mentioned, often the songs have multiple versions by different arrangers. Uh, Whoever was in charge of the music, uh, they covered all their bases for a remake, which is very clever. What I mean by that is that they please all the fans who want the traditional classic music, and then they please those who want something new and fresh. So get ready for this. This is a very different version of Underneath the Rotting Pizza, and it's by Masanori Akita, who he only provides a handful of arrangements to the Remax soundtrack. But um, yeah, so again, this is Under the Rotting Pizza, arranged by Masanori Akita from Final Fantasy VII Remake. This is great stuff. Enjoy.
a totally different feel and style. But all the original parts are still very easy to pick out. Everything from the original track is in there, even the snare is landing on the same beats. But um, all the parts have been uh, very augmented or transformed into something completely different in my opinion. The skeleton is still there, but Masanori Akita has certainly taken many more liberties to take it all in a very different and funky direction. Even a little bit of jazz fusion flavor in there. Pretty cool. Um, but after saying that, I will say it's still pretty dark, mysterious, and seedy. I think the seediness has maybe even been enhanced by all these 70 sounds. There's wah clavinet, the slap bass, that classic synth lead, those melodies and solos. You know, I'm a sucker for those classic 70s mono synth sounds. It's a really good live performance as well, which should not be overlooked. So that was from Masanori Akita. And we'll revisit one more of his tracks later in this episode. And that should give you a pretty good idea of what we're in for here with these comparisons. You can expect anything, really. Uh, So let's move on to our next comparison. It's another quirky little track. Uh, That's not a main theme or anything, but the remake versions of this are quite fun. So here we go with the next track. This is from the original Final Fantasy VII. It's The Oppressed by Nobuo Uematsu. Enjoy.
So that's another incredibly simple but effective song. The main, the first main section is just four notes on the bass, three notes on the melody, and two chords on the organ. It obviously moves on to other things from there, but it's very effective and just goes to show how you don't need a lot of notes or instruments to get the job done and convey what you need to convey, the feelings. And I think the simplicity of this tune also reflects the location and the environment you're in while playing. This song is played while you're in the Sector 5 slums, and yet it really reflects the, the rundown location and characters in this part of the game. I'm not too sure about the order in the, the remake, but this is probably the next bit of location music you'd hear after the previous song we just played, Under the Rotting Pizza. So let's get to our first remake arrangement of this song. This this is great stuff. I'm sure you'll love it. This is by Naoyuki Honzawa, who contributes quite a lot to the soundtrack. But here we go. This is The Oppressed, Beck's Badasses, from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Enjoy.
a cool production. It really plays on those fairly subtle reggae rhythms and just amps up the reggae vibes to the max. Uh, some pretty nice use of maxed out reverb and delay effects here and there. Pretty classic kind of stuff for this, uh, what I would call <laughs> very hazy kind of reggae music. Um, the instrumentation is really cool. The horn parts are just fantastic in my opinion. And like you've got that baritone and tenor sax doubling the bass near the end. It's a, it's a pretty perfect arrangement for a track like this, I think. And look, it wouldn't surprise me if something like this has been done before. I can't... It can't have been an easy task coming up with new and official arrangements of these very famous songs after people have been already doing their own cover versions and arrangements for over 20 years. It must have been pretty intimidating for many of these arrangers knowing that they had to, at the very least, match what fans of the music had already been doing for so long. Uh, but let's get to our second arrangement of this track from Final Fantasy VII Remake. This is by Miki Fujimoto. And this is quite a dramatic shift away from the hazy reggae vibes. Check this out. This is, again, The Oppressed from Final Fantasy VII Remake, but by Miki Fujimoto. Enjoy.
fantastic. As soon as that fretless bass comes in, you know that this is going to be a pretty serious move away from the original track. Um, you have to be pretty clever to pull off something like that, I think. All the main parts are still there, but it's arranged perfectly for this jazz band style. And I particularly love what they did with that second part that has the ascending chord progression. The piano just, just throws out this sustained chord and all of a sudden it kind of floats up and slowly builds, bringing the intensity of all the horns in right now. And the melody also being doubled on that uh, very cool organ, as you'll be able to hear right now as well, uh, very soon. Yeah, that's cool. And then all starts again. So you can hear that spinning Leslie speaker on the organ as well, it's speeding up, slowing down. In case you didn't know what a Leslie speaker is, it's that classic old wobbly organ sound, which is created by having the organ's speakers uh, literally spinning around. So you not only get the vibrato volume effect from the speakers facing you and facing away, but you also get the vibrato in the pitch from the Doppler effect of the speaker moving towards you, then away. Very cool stuff. You can literally hear the organist controlling the speed of the speaker throughout the song. Anyway, but enough about that. Very impressive arrangement. Um, for what was originally a very simple song, it's now been turned into a fairly complex at least in comparison, fairly complex jazz tune. Great stuff. All right, well, before we move to our next comparison, let's listen to another original remake tune while staying in this uh, dark and slummy vibe. When I found out that one of my favorite composers, Masashi Hamazu, was going to be working on this soundtrack, I was in two minds. In one sense, I was happy about it, thinking that if anyone was going to do a great job of recreating classic and nostalgic soundtrack that I loved, it would be Hamazu. But on the other hand, uh, thinking he would just be doing arrangements of the Uematsu tracks, I felt like it was a, a bit of a waste of his talents as a composer. But to my pleasant surprise, uh, other people dealt with the new arrangements and did a very good job and Hamazu almost entirely worked on original material for the game. So let's get to one of his original pieces for the game. It's a nice short and sweet track called Alone by Masashi Hamazu from the Final Fantasy 7 remake soundtrack. Enjoy.
classic Masashi Hamazu Final Fantasy right there. Very nice and relatively simple compared to most of his other tracks, which can actually be a little bit challenging to listen to. Not, not in a negative way, but yeah, not a lot of straight melodies like this one. We'll definitely look at more, at least another Masashi Hamazu track or two in any following Final Fantasy VII episodes we do. But now let's get to another comparison and to what I would say is probably my personal favorite song of the whole original soundtrack. Now I'm not saying it's the best song, but for me, if I had to pick a favorite, this would be near the top of the list, if not the top. And it is, drumroll, Don of the Slums. We've already heard the darkness, the mystery, and the seediness of the slums in the past two original tunes, but now we get to Don of the Slums, and this is just straight out, straight up uh, seediness and sleaziness as well. And I don't know, it's hard to describe what this makes me feel, but it's perfect. So let's give it a listen and we'll talk more about it. This is Don of the Slums by the legendary Nobuo Uematsu. Enjoy. There you go, Don of the Slums. I can imagine many people would be wondering why that is one of my very favorite Final Fantasy VII tracks. Well, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but you know, that second part with the sine wave synth, it just melts my mind every single time. 
All I can say is that as a young kid, when I got to this section of the game, it was a little bit disturbing and a little unexpected. Not only is Don Corneo a really disgusting creep, but you're also trying to convince him to um, pick you out of all the girls. And when I mean you, I mean Cloud dressed as a woman. Pretty weird and controversial kind of stuff to be in a kid's game back then. I'm not sure how they did this scene in the remake. I'm holding out until maybe this game comes out on Windows or something. But yeah, I can't imagine how they did this scene in the remake, but I imagine that rather than being controversial, they, they'd probably make certain groups upset if they didn't include it. But anyway, a pretty disturbing part of the game for a, for a 10-year-old kid to be playing through. And even from the perspective of a young kid, the music, the music was just perfect. I just, I remember this and it takes me back, takes me back to the good old days. But anyway, I, yeah, I've actually considered doing a synth remix of this track a few times, but I, I just thought oh, it would be hard to top that original sound. Uh, so it was interesting for me to hear some new arrangements and I think they're all pretty good. So let's check out the first one. This is Don of the Slums, arranged by Yuichi Tsuchiya. <laughs> Sorry about the pronunciation. From Final Fantasy VII Remake. All right, enjoy. <laughs> So that's a that's a pretty nice arrangement. I, I really don't know how to describe that ensemble. It's orchestral, it's a bit gypsy, a bit of a mismatch of sounds, but it all works pretty nice. And now look, when I discouraged myself from doing my own version of this song, the bit I could, couldn't get past was the sine wave synth, the bit that's playing now. 
I think here we've got a... I think that's a flute and an oboe doubling that line. Um, I have to say, it sounds really good. And I thought maybe the original synth sound was the only way to hear it. But after hearing this version, uh, I may have changed my mind. So that was a basically just a straight up copy of the original with some different instrumentation. Very well done. But this next version, still pretty close to original, but it does take a few liberties to mess around with the original parts, including my sacred sine wave synth butt, which I love so much. But have no fear. Kengo Tokusashi does a nice job with this next arrangement of Don of the Slums from Final Fantasy VII Remake. All right, enjoy. idea to the previous arrangement but much slower less gypsy and more orchestral plus he creates basically a new melody out of those original sine wave synth notes uh, pretty cool i think i prefer the straight up copied arrangement we previously listened to but this is still pretty good but all right i hope you've all enjoyed this bonus no rules rules episode of vault supreme synth vgm dream stream machine podcast i do plan on doing at least a couple more of these final fantasy 7 comparison episodes and we'll definitely look at some of the more important and well-known themes of the game next time uh, but why don't you let me know in the comments of the youtube video which tracks you'd like to hear compared in the next few episodes uh, keep in mind that this is Final, this Final Fantasy VII remake is only 
episode one. And even though the soundtrack is a whopping eight CDs long, it only really relates to about a quarter of the original soundtrack. Maybe, maybe a third. Um, but anyway, yeah, so stay tuned. Remember that it's no rules rules, so I've got no idea when the next episode will be out. This is all just bonus, bonus material right here. Uh, but we spent a lot of time in the dark and seedy shadow of the rotting pizza in this episode. So let's end with one last comparison in the warm, sunny breeze of Costa del Sol. This has been covered, this song has been covered and remixed so many times, so I don't think there's any need to talk about it. I'm just going to play out the episode with the original Uematsu tune, followed by an arrangement by Masanori Akita, who did that uh, funky version of Under the Rotting Pizza. So, all right, folks, enjoy Costa del Sol. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Hope you had fun. Remember to stay synthetic, and I'll be with you all again soon. Ciao for now.